Switched on on FM 104 and I'm joined by Olivia Fahey of Geek Ireland. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So tell us about Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget. Well, we are revisiting our favourite chickens. Rocky and Ginger are back in action. And this time they have their own little nugget along for the ride. Um, And essentially their child really just takes after them she wants to try and go off and do her own thing she wants to know if the grass is greener on the other side Mm -hmm. and ginger is absolutely petrified of course the poor little chick discovers that no the grass isn't greener on the other side Mm -hmm. and she gets kidnapped uh, or chicknapped um by this new chicken farm that's been created and while it looks all fun and games when you're actually in there there's a bit more of a sinister nature going on and um, that is essentially the premise of, of our film so instead of trying to break out of a chicken farm our chickens are trying to break into one of course they are <laughs> and it's by like, it makes perfect sense it, of course it does for that kind of kind of film it definitely does it is by the makers of Wallace and Gromit isn't it it is yes Ardman Studios and they also did um, a, well to me it was a memorable episode of Star Wars Visions this year okay. Um, which Cartoon Saloon also had an episode from um, season two as well. So the both of them were probably two of the standards, um, in my opinion, not biased at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ardman are like absolutely fantastic, and the the quality of the animation, like they've moved now. So this is actually a Netflix production with them, mm-hmm. and it, even having watched the original Chicken Run now, it's like the quality is still there, but there's definitely that kind of elevation in terms of the animation if that makes sense excellent so it comes out on the 15th of December for anyone who wants to watch it it does and you know what I will say it, it the first one is its own thing and I don't think anything could really touch that but mm-hmm. this is still quite enjoyable and something just for all the family and if you're sick of all of the Christmas food, <laughs> Christmas movies mm-hmm. then this is something that I think you might get uh, a bit more enjoyment out of can you watch it as a standalone like would you have had to see the others um, I think it actually would work as a standalone because they do explain a fair amount of, you know, what kind of has gone before, like a few little flashbacky sort of clips and things like that. Mm. So uh, it's not overly done to the point where you're like, okay, I know what's going on. I've mm-hmm. seen the first one. Um, it's it's just enough just in case people just aren't aware or haven't seen the first chicken run for many, many years. Like not everybody's like me and watches it at least three times a year. I do love <laughs> an animation though, to be fair. Oh, I know. And like, I think the first Chicken Run just has so many quotable lines. Yeah. And I was really lucky that I got to interview Zachary Levi, who's taking over the role of Rocky from Mel Gibson. And he and I just got to nerd out about the first film quite a bit. Yeah. And I did my favourite quote, which is Babs um, essentially saying, my life flashed before my eyes. It was really boring. <laughs> and, and he started laughing he goes well my favourite quote is also bad and it's her other one she's like I don't want to be a pie I don't like gravy <laughs> so think, it was just like when you just meet people like that who yeah. just know the film like yeah. in and out like that it's just so wonderful to, to just share quotes with each other yeah and also you know they're the right person for the job exactly mm-hmm. and one thing I was really curious about was how was it going to sound because of course Mel Gibson's voice is Mel Gibson's voice and Zachary Levi's voice is Zachary Levi's voice but I did actually watch them back to back quite close together because I wanted to hear how different it was and in fairness like yes it does still sound like the individual person but it isn't as totally different either so like as much as 
Levi wasn't necessarily doing an, a Mel Gibson impersonation. He was still just doing his own thing for the role. Mm-hmm. It still works very well for the character. So it's, it is kind of, kind of seamless. And the same with, I know there's a lot of um, controversy around Sandway Newton being um, cast in the role of Ginger. And for the life of me, I actually can't remember the original actress's name. And I'm so sorry, considering the controversy that I just brought up. Um, but she was essentially told that she, her voice sounded too old to play the role of Ginger anymore. Oh, wow. So she was recast and Tandaway I think is only maybe three or four years younger than her mm-hmm. so like it, it, there's, there was a lot of kind of uproar over that but I do think Tandaway did a great job yeah absolutely and then we move on to the boy and the heron oh so wonderful like if anybody has never seen an anime movie before but has heard a lot of film titles such as like Hell's Moving Castle or Spirited Away things like that um, this is a film that I think you, you should try and go see. And if this is your introduction to what an anime film can be, it is an absolutely stunning piece of art. Um, Studio Ghibli has been one of the leaders in the anime scene for many, many years. And this is just so peak Ghibli. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is gorgeously Ghibli. Yeah, because I watched Spirited Away a couple of years ago. I also had the book. I just loved it. Just the animation and just the drawings are unreal. And I definitely saw the I suppose similar characters that were coming up in The Boy and the Heron as well that I'd seen in Spirited Away Yeah there's definitely kind of like a through line with the style of characters mm-hmm. um, and this kind of mystical mm-hmm. fantasy otherworldly kind of air to it um, This um, The Boy and the Heron is kind of centred around this young boy whose mother has died years prior and he and his father are moving to the small town out um, in Japan outside of Tokyo um, because his father is going to be marrying his aunt mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. and essentially it's about this new location and he's kind of like tormented a little bit by this heron that lives um, on the property and um, there's this like mystical mansion that he's just completely drawn to and that is about as much as I'm going to say. Okay, because we do need to watch it and, and see what happens next. You do. And honestly, like it's, it is out there. It is totally bonkers, but in the most beautifully executed way. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. I also, when I was watching the trailer for it, it reminded me of a show that no one seems to know about. So it's, all right, go on. <laughs> so it's called The Mysterious Cities of Gold. And it was all about these children. They go off on this adventure and they're trying to piece together this medallion that's made of gold and it's meant to open, I'm assuming what were The Mysterious Cities of Gold. But I never got to the end and I can't find it and no one seems to know what I'm talking about. So I sort of feel like I've dreamt it. <laughs> I'm just I, living I in my do world. think that you may have dreamt it because I've <laughs> also never heard of it, but I'm very curious to know if this is a real thing or not now. Yeah, I definitely need to go searching and see if I can find the ending to see if they actually won because I've been living with that since I was a child and I'm just, I'm not over it yet. Oh, when you are leaving, like just left hanging like that, then <laughs> yes, you do need you do need some closure for that for sure. Hundred percent do, but yes, it kind of reminded me of that as well. So I do love animation, and I love that we've mentioned two of them this evening. It's brilliant, and it's going to get me through Christmas as well. Do you know when you're done? Because I'm kind of at the moment working my way through the normal Christmas movies that everyone watches, but it is nice to have something different to to lean on as well later on. Yeah, and like a new one that I've added to the list in the last few years is Arthur Christmas, and just. Nice. So for some reason, it's just become the first one that I watch every year. So it's a nice, nice little tradition that I don't think many people I th- I appreciated it at mm-hmm. the time when it came out. But 
I've only started watching it, like I said, in the last few years, and I just think it's a little bit lovely. Well, I will check that one out also. Olivia Fahey, there you go. Guy Garland, thank you so much for chatting to us. Always a pleasure.